Hey everybody and welcome to the Katie Weaver Show. This is Katie, I'm your host, and I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. It is the 18th of February at 11 a.m. Pacific Time if you're listening live. But if you're listening to an archive or a replay, I'd also like to welcome you to the show. So, of course, this is my weekly broadcast, and we're streaming live through 12radio.com. I am also doing this event via live stream here on Facebook. Uh, You can find that on my Facebook page, or you can find it here in the chat room. Now, if you'd like to access the chat, and I I recommend that you do, you can do that by heading over to 12radio.com. That's number one, number two, radio.com. Click on the chat button. You'll be redirected into the Facebook chat. So pretty easy to do, and I would love to see you there. So all the good stuff. (laughs) Now, if you come into the chat, it is a secret group, so you'll want to ask for entry. And the reason we do that is so that what you post in here does not post on your Facebook wall. So you have a little more safety and security to come in here and have a little privacy to ask for a reading or to chat with us. So that's why we do it that way. And hopefully that is, you know, helpful for you guys as well. You do need to ask for entry, however, and Scott will happily let you in the room. Once you're in there, you'll see my banner at the top of the page. You will also find the live stream here in the chat. So, or yeah, here in the chat. So you can find me that way too. So good to see you guys showing up here in the chat and in the live stream. Nice to see your faces. Now, if you want to watch this later on, you'll find it over on YouTube. But as well, that's Domestic Mystic on YouTube. So that's a lot of words. Get used to it, right? There's going to be a lot of words. All righty. Well, we have plenty to talk about today. I do want to let you know that this is a reading show today. So I am going to be reading out of the chat room. So if you'd like a reading, please come into the chat and find that banner and drop me a comment. I would love to see what you guys are working on. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to read today. This is that fun show I do every month where I read from the decks from all of my friends uh, here in the 1-2 world. So today I get to be reading from Mo Tarot, of course, and Sweary Spirituality from Kelly McLean, both deck one and deck two. Ground, Bless, Protect, and Move from me. Whispers from the Ocean by Angela Hartfield. And then, of course, we will also stick with Christie's deck, which is the uh, Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle. I'm going to try that again. Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. (laughs) So there you go. We're going to do some singing bowl work today as well, working on the connection between your intuition and your creativity. We're in a really interesting place energetically right now where creative energy is really high. You guys might be feeling uh, quite compelled to be doing some things, maybe creating some things, uh, writing, cooking, innovating, you know, all the stuff. You may really very well be feeling pretty pretty into it right now. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to work on strengthening some of those connections. So that's what's up today on the show. I hope you guys had a great weekend. It was really nice at my house. We had kind of a fun, we did have fun, I shouldn't even say kind of. On Saturday, 
it was the sweetheart ball for Mars's school. And she had not asked a date. It was a girl's choice, but she, you know, it's gotten to be much more of a thing for these kids to just go as a group, you know, and not take a date per se. And so she had a friend group that was planning on going together that kind of fell apart. And I don't know, she just, uh, you know, she wanted to go. I bought her a dress for Valentine's Day and she was all set. So she invited some cousins that go to other schools, not even girls that go to her school, but that doesn't matter. They go to schools in the area. And so three of her cousins came over on Saturday afternoon. They spent the afternoon, you know, messing around, going for pizza, laying on the couch, playing on their phones, ignoring each other. You know, the things teenagers do. (laughs) And then they all borrowed dresses from us. Mars's best friend came over and did everybody's hair and makeup and got them all ready. And they went to the dance together and had a sleepover. And it was a ton of fun. It was so nice to have all of these girls together. I It just made me think about, you know, I've been very blessed to have cousins and aunts and, of course, my sisters. That there's a real sisterhood there. And it's a good reminder to me that we have to continue to grow that sisterhood with the younger generations. It's so important. And I know that these girls, as they grow up and, you know, enter life uh, as adults and have families and, you know, they, they're going to need those connections and they'll have them and that support from each other. So anyway, it was fun to have them over. It's fun to see them all growing up. So crazy. So that was the highlight of my weekend, I would say. <laughs> Last week, I talked a lot. I told you guys a story about me and about how freaked out I have been in the past about dead things and how hard it's been for me to uh, deal with uh, dead bodies, dead animals, things like that, that really freak me out. So I, you know, it's a weird conversation. I know I explained it to you guys last week. I'm not going to go over the whole story again, except for to say that what I was talking about is that I have been feeling very compelled to create something that... I've been pouring in resin. So you guys know I've been exploring resin art like crazy for the last few years. And I've been feeling really compelled to start creating uh, memorials out of resin and cremains and perhaps funeral flowers, you know, kind of a combo of things, right? So I've been putting it off for a while, but it's one of those things that when my spirit tells me I'm going to do it, I'm probably going to do it because this is kind of how my life works. I feel, you know, I feel inspired that I need to do something. And sometimes I don't do it or I don't do it for a while. And then I'll finally usually give in to what, uh, you know, my guides will nag me enough. <laughs> that I'll, I'll do what I'm told. So working with cremains. Uh, so last week I had put a post on Facebook asking some of my friends if they would allow me to make them a memorial piece out of some of their cremains, uh, both human and animal. And, you know, in, in light of the fact that I was practicing, you know, this was new for me. And, but of course I would make them a, a piece, a free piece for a, the privilege of being able to access their cremains, which people responded to me in spades and which I appreciate the trust and the love very much. So, you know, by the end of Sunday, there was, there were two urns sitting on the dresser uh, in my pouring room. And I'm not going to lie, it took me until Thursday to open them, till Thursday. They sat here all week long. I didn't open them. I was a little wigged out. I just really uh, 
struggled, you know, to get there. I know I want to. I know I need to. I also know they're not scary. I do. There was just something there, a block I was still working through. So finally, Thursday afternoon, I just put it on my calendar and went, this is the day. This is the day you're doing this. There's no more messing around. And now people are counting on you, which is kind of what I needed, you know. So I finally did end up opening the cremains of a dog that I dearly loved, my one of my sister's dogs, and a kitty that I loved and started. And here's what I learned. It was awesome. Uh, I was able, not through their cremains per se. I don't usually feel like bodies, cemeteries, things like that really carry so much of the essence of a being. But I was still able to connect with the departed, you know, the spirits of both Ginger and Herbie and connect to them. And it was awesome to be able to do that, uh, work with their cremains. I was able to make the pieces that I had envisioned and they turned out beautifully. So mission accomplished. And then I worked with uh, the cremains of another dog that uh, is, you know, precious to someone that is that I know and had a lovely experience with her and was able to do their pieces. Then I got some more in the mail and I poured them. And so here's the deal. It's going well. <laughs> I don't have anything to show you quite yet. Resin is, it takes a lot of patience and time and curing and if you give it all of that, you'll have really nice stuff. If you don't, you might struggle a little. So I'm trying to, you know, be that guy. I will be that guy that's that patient, gives it that much time. So I will have something to show you very soon along those lines, not today. But I wanted you to know that, yes, I did manage to overcome some of those fears and move beyond them. Yeah. So that I can do what I feel like I was called to do and what I want to do. So kind of fun stuff. It's actually really fun stuff. And I'm quite proud of myself, to be frank. <laughs> but that's where it's at for me. I want to share Luminous with you. I put a link in the chat room. You probably already know this, but I do publish a magazine once a week with a compilation of my work and my colleagues from One to Listen. And you can access that by heading over to katie-weaver.com and clicking on the chat, or sorry, on the, the Luminous Magazine button. But I've also put a link in all of the chat rooms here so that you guys can see it or all of the, the, uh, the comment streams so that you can just see it and follow along with me for just a minute. Uh, I love the cover this week. I Books have been on my mind, just books, old books. Fancy books, special books. I wrote an article about a special book last week. So I picked this cover this week because that just looked like the perfect afternoon to me. The books, probably the glasses. I'm definitely getting there. Maybe the cookies. Are those keto? Probably not. <laughs> Can I make them? Probably. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I did call the magazine this week the Mercury Magic Edition because... Uh, we just started into Mercury in retrograde. Mercury in retrograde doesn't need to suck. Don't assume that it will. Sometimes people do have some struggles during Mercury in retrograde. But I encounter people sometimes that are really wigged out about Mercury. They're afraid to take any action. Don't be afraid. Double check your work, right? Double check anything that you're going to sign, anything that you're going to uh, put pen and paper to. Make sure that everything's in line. Don't be afraid. There is nothing to be afraid of. But Elizabeth 
in her cosmic strip, she gave you some very good advice about Mercury. So I wanted to call that to your attention as well. My musings this week, I talked about a creative endeavor that I'm on currently, a different one. I know, I have whiplash, I think. But uh, I was talking about, well, it started with past life regression. So, so many years ago now, I started in meditation, my guide started telling me, you need to start doing past life regression for your clients. And I was like, what? I've never even had a past life regression, right? (laughs) And they're going, nope, you need to start doing past life regression. Well, uh, that was news to me. And again, I'd never even done one. I'd never had one. So this, and and I did that thing I do for a while. I ignored that. Uh, I was curious, but I didn't necessarily listen for a while. And I just kept getting the same nudge, the same prompting, right? You've got to do past life regression. So I started learning. I started reading. I discovered how passionate I very quickly became about past life work and past lives. And I had a few past life regressions. I started doing a few on myself as well. I read and read and read. I meditated and meditated and meditated. I put many, many months into study because, of course, uh, when my spirit asks me to learn something new to start giving to other people, you know, that's a huge deal for me. That's something that has to be right right? So I worked forever to be sure I was really ready. And when I felt like I was really ready, uh, well, the first thing I did was ask five of my dearest friends to let me do one on them, right? (laughs) So that I could refine my practice and make sure that it was awesome. Because I would never in a million years want to do something harmful or charge somebody for something that sucked. That's, That's the Cancerian in me, right? So not doing that. So anyway, I, so that's what I did. I, wanted to practice. Well, I had meditated a lot about what does my procedure need to look like? Because past life regression is interesting. It, It can be hypnosis. It can be guided imagery. It can be lots of things. Well, I'm not a hypnotist, right? And so it was a little different for me. So I needed to write a script, which I did with the assistance of my guides and of, uh, looking back at things I had had done that worked for me and for others, then I wrote my script. So that was my first step. Then I asked my guide, how do I set up my room? How should I go about this procedure or this process in a way that helps my client the most and helps me the most? Because for me, past life regression takes an enormous amount of my energy. I want to make sure I'm fully invested and that it's the best thing for everyone, right? Right. So I had asked how do I do that? So what I was shown is that I should be diffusing lavender and frankincense. Uh, Lavender, because of the effect to the crown chakra and helping them open. Frankincense in helping to connect to ancient wisdom and ancient knowledge that we hold. So really, in essence, helping you to access your own Akashic records. So I had that piece down. Okay, I'm ready. Then I was instructed that my client should be covered in a blanket that had crystals sewn into it, like a crystal grid over the client in blanket form. What the hell? I searched every supplier we had for our metaphysical store, our business. Nobody had anything like that. I looked online. Nobody had anything like that. I was 
talking to my sisters and my husband going, I don't know where to get this. And they were all like, you got to make it. You sew. Okay. I sew. Kind of. Yes, I can sew. I'm a home economist by trade. I've had plenty of uh, sewing in college. Uh, <laughs> yes, I can sew. Not necessarily my strongest suit, but blankets aren't hard. Anyway, that's just me being weird. But anyway, so I made a plan. And I went to the fabric store and I started dreaming and I bought some absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous brocade fabric. And I edged it in satin and I sewed organza bags onto it in the right places so that I could create a crystal grid. And then I blessed crystals and I put them in those bags and I closed them up. And that's what I used on my first clients to do their past life regression. What I didn't anticipate is how much everyone would fall in love with those blankets. And pretty soon I was sewing them for my customers, my clients, my family. Everybody wanted their own. And for good reason. They're gorgeous and they're really powerful. Well, many years have gone by and I haven't sewed in a long time, but I've been thinking about those blankets lately and about how maybe those are something that need to be in the world. So I sat down this weekend and I made one. And and grab the fabric to make another one. And we'll see. I think maybe at some point they'll go on my Etsy store. But it felt good to sew, believe it or not. <laughs> Sewing and I are frenemies because I like one and done projects. I don't like projects that I have to come back to forever. This is why you will never see me crochet a thing. <laughs> but... Anyway, so, and also just the ins and outs of the sewing machine and making it behave because that's not always, you know, well, they don't always, right? But actually, but that's why I have Scott because he can basically make the sewing machine do anything that I can't. So anyway, so I'm working on those. It's fun. I'll show them to you soon. I was hoping to have one ready for you this morning, but I did not. So, but anyway, so that's kind of fun. Just lots of stuff. And that's why I said creative energy is really high right now. I can go for months, you guys, and not feel really compelled to make, sew, do, write, anything. And right now, I feel like it's all I can do. I'm running myself ragged, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> for me, when creative energy strikes, you better grab a hold of it because you don't know how long you're going to have it. But that's just fine. Anyhow, so I'm excited. I'm excited to bring all of this to you guys, and we'll work on it a little bit more later on. I'll show you more stuff, but I wanted to tell you about that. So that was my musing this week. That was my article that I wanted to share, but there's a lot more in Luminous this week. Something really fun is that Chris Ann Morgan, in This Intuitive Life, she wrote a and she didn't write. She created a new scope. She created uh, tarot scopes, which are awesome. So I'm hoping that you guys get a chance to look. They're in Luminous. I think she also put them under This Intuitive Life on Instagram. But they're basically, every single one of them is its own image. But they are so good. So I wanted to share a couple with you and just show you uh, her work because they are awesome. And that is on page 11 in Luminous. So let's look at, let's see, whose birthday is it now? Are we into Pisces yet? Not quite, huh? We're still Aquarius. Okay. Well, let's get there and talk about it. So here's what she said for Aquarius. She said, if you are single 
an uncommitted, a new love affair is on the way. If you are married or involved, expect a passionate renewal of the relationship. You are connected to something larger than yourself. New start, new appreciation for life, new fortune, new opportunities, joy, fertility, and a spiritual awakening. Surrender, accept, permit. By remaining open to opportunity and embracing what comes your way, you embark on journeys into higher consciousness. Meditation opens your heart to divine love. So that is Aquarius' scope this month from Tarot Scopes from Chris Ann Morgan. Are they awesome? So definitely go find her article and find yours. They're really good. You can, I think you can also find them on, on Instagram too, just FYI. But very cool. So I wanted to make sure that you saw that. Lots of good stuff this week. So make sure that you check it out. So that is Luminous. And again, you can find that over at kd-weaver.com. And many of you probably actually already received it. <clears throat> excuse me, in your inbox this week. So it did go out, oh, I don't know, about an hour or so ago. So that's kind of what's new. That's what's going on. Now, a couple of things I want to share with you. I want to share an oil with you this week because, wow. So this is from Jade Bloom. This is their Sandalwood Hydrosol. So we talked about hydrosols a little bit last week. Hydrosols are the byproduct of making an essential oil by steam. So when they steam essential oils, two things comes off. The oil itself and the steam that, of course, condenses into water, and that's the hydrosol. And the hydrosol carries a lot of the same properties as the oil. It's not oily. It's not nearly as concentrated, but it has the scent usually, and from an energetic standpoint, has the energy, right? It has the essence. So their sandalwood hydrosol, I ordered it last week uh, because I'd never seen sandalwood hydrosol before and I thought it looked like fun. So I ordered it last week. Uh, Mars and I have literally fought over it, my teenage daughter, because she uh, thinks it should be hers <laughs> because it smells incredible. I'm not kidding, you guys. This is the best hydrosol I have ever had. I love rose hydrosol, don't get me wrong, but holy moly, this smells like sandalwood. It's sweet-ish. It's almost vanilla-y. It's earthy, if you can combine all of those scents together. So I've been using it. Uh, I've been spraying it in my hair before I flat iron my hair because it smells incredible. I've been using it as a linen spray. I've used it as perfume a few times. She stole it because she wanted to use it uh, as an air freshener in her car which was I thought was a great idea. But uh, anyway, their sandalwood hydrosol, holy cow. So I wanted to tell you about it because I fell deeply in love with it. I'm going to share a link in the chat room for you if you're interested in it because wow, wow, wow. What a cool product. I absolutely love it. So if you want it, go check it out. They have a bunch of cool hydrosols actually. And that's something I haven't seen a ton of. Actually, and they're starting to carry hydrosols of all kinds, which is pretty cool. I have from them a peppermint hydrosol. I have their rose hydrosol. And now, of course, this freaking awesome uh, sandalwood hydrosol. So if that's something that you're interested in, definitely go and check it out. And definitely it's something that you could consider using uh, for any of those purposes. But I also feel like it could be a grounding spray. I've shared with you guys before how to make a grounding spray. 
you could use that so easily. If I was going to use that to make a grounding spray, I would take that and I would add maybe a half of a teaspoon of sea salt to it. And maybe I'd throw a couple of small dark stones into it and boom, you would have an absolutely gorgeous grounding spray. So why do you need a grounding spray? Well, you need a grounding spray because you're ungrounded. (laughs) You need a grounding spray because you guys are a bunch of empaths. And what do empaths do? Well, they tend to take on the energy of everybody and everything around them. And it can become such a problem because you feel weird, right? It's not a great energy to be in for the most part. And so having a grounding spray really helps. Like, for example, in the afternoon, a lot of people that work, let's say you work in an office, a lot of empaths by about 3 o'clock or so are ravenously hungry. They're tired. They're grouchy. They're staring at the clock. Why? Because you've already taken all you can take for the day. You And, and this isn't just in a, in a hateful job. This is in any job. Don't get me wrong. This isn't just in a job where you uh, love what you're doing or hate what you're doing. This could be any job. But being around people, electronics, chaos, all of these things hit empaths really hard. So by that time of the afternoon, this is when the empaths are scarfing down chocolate. They're smoking. They're, you know grouchy and hard, you know, unhappy with themselves, probably, (laughs) maybe hard to deal with, I don't know. But um, that's when you're ungrounded. So we love grounding sprays for this, because you could keep this in your desk or in your purse or at home, if that's, you know, where you are or what you're doing. And just spray yourself down with it a few spritzes. Don't put it in your eyes clearly. But that's a really quick and easy way to ground when you need to particularly for people that just tend to have a little bit of an unstable root chakra. So anyway, you could use that and make a grounding spray so fast and easy that would knock your socks off. Pretty fun. All right. Well, moving right along. Okay, let's do a little ground or let's yeah let's not grounding but let's do some singing bowl work and then we'll move on to some readings I'm seeing lots and lots of requests here so want to get to as many of them as I can all right so we're talking about the connection between your third eye right this is your intuition and your sacral chakra your sacral is your second chakra it's right below your belly button typically orange that is the chakra that has the most to do with your creativity besides your third eye and so most creativity is very intuitive right i had k dragon yesterday as my guest on one two news and we were talking about her singing she's a beautiful singer and she performs and has a lovely voice and She was talking about how singing is so beneficial for her channeling. And I was thinking about how much her singing is an intuitive work, you know, that is connected to both her sacral and her third eye. And that it wouldn't kill any of us to work on that, right? (laughs) So here we go. So we're going to start with the third eye. So I'm going to play the bowl. This is just a little Tibetan singing bowl. I'm going to play the bowl. Twice. The first time I play it, I'm going to ask you to just allow the frequency of the singing bowl to clear your third eye. Anything you're carrying that you don't want to carry anymore, we're going to let it go right now through the singing bowl. The second time I play it, 
I'm going to ask you to allow the frequency of the singing bowl to expand your third eye. Okay, easy enough. That's our first step. So here we go. We're going to first, of course, clear. So focus your third eye, your consciousness on your third eye with me now, and we'll start there. Okay, so now, again, this time, really focusing on the frequency of the singing bowl, opening that third eye, just creating an expansion. That's our second step. going to put this bowl aside for a minute and we're going to now focus your energy on your sacral so again that second chakra right below your belly button so this I know huge difference in bowls <laughs> this is my biggest bowl that's one of my smallest you know the frequencies uh they still do their jobs but definitely a huge difference in uh in the bowl itself. So this is, this bowl is in the note of D, which is what the chakra, the, uh, sorry, what the sacral chakra resonates with. And by the way, it's the note of A that the third eye is in. But anyway, I'll play this one twice as well to get us started. So the first time, just hold space that the frequency of the singing bowl helps you to release anything you're carrying that no longer serves you. Any blocks, cords, connections, any of that garbage, we're going to let it go right now. play it one more time. This time I would like you to hold space to allow the vibration of the singing bowl to bring your sacral chakra into perfect balance, really expanding that place of joy and that place of creativity. Okay, 
So now the work, the connection, because what I want to do is help you to create a stronger connection between the two, the third eye and the sacral, connecting your creativity and your intuition in a really powerful way. So we'll go back now to the other bowl here for just a minute. And I'd like you to take your consciousness back into your third eye with me. I'm going to play the bowl to support. What I'd like you to do is pull a purple thread of light or send a purple thread of light from your third eye and send it into your sacral, creating a good connection between the two. So we'll do that now. Again, sending a purple thread of light from the third eye down to the sacral, connecting the two. Good. All right, now back to the sacral. <laughs> That's a lot of work. It's worth it. Okay, back here. So we're going back to the sacral, and this time I'd like you to pull an orange thread of light or send an orange thread of light into the third eye. You may see this as a figure eight. A lot of people do. That's fine. If it's not, that's fine too. What we're doing is creating an energy between the two that continues to flow. So we have, you know, we're, we're cording both ways. We're creating threads both ways so that that energy is free-flowing between the two chakras. So here we go. So pulling that orange thread of light from the sacral and connecting it into the third eye. Good. And now, while we're in this space, I want you to just send a pulse of energy from your sacral and watch it travel up that cord, that thread, into the third eye, and then back down through your purple cord or thread back into the sacral. We're creating a good reciprocal flowing energy here. So first from the sacral, a good burst of light flowing all the way to the third eye, and then a good burst of energy from the third eye flowing back into the sacral. Can you feel that motion? Good. That's that reciprocal energy flowing, helping to really deeply connect your intuition with your creativity. Good. Good. Easy enough, right? That's a great practice. It's a really good way to help create that connection so that you can continue to create. So now when you're feeling compelled to create something, to do something, do it, right? <laughs> Don't wait. Do it. Don't be stubborn. Don't be bitchy or do whatever. But when you're feeling compelled to bring something into the world, that's spirit telling you that this is something that the world needs. So why not you, right? Okay. Very good. Okay, so I'm going to jump into the chat here. There's a few things I want to get to. Charlene, I feel like a couple of times recently you've asked me for a reading and I didn't get to you. I wanted to make sure I got to you today. Charlene said she would love to hear something. Well, okay. 
I really would like to pull you a card. So here's how this works. I guess I should uh, re-explain since we talked about it at the beginning of the show. I have decks in front of me that are decks that were published by uh, members of the One Two family, and I'm going to read from them today. So I have uh, six different decks, five different decks. I have Mo Taro from, of course, Mo Abdelbaki. I have the Sweary Spirituality decks one and two from Kelly McLean. I have the Ground Bless Protect and Move deck, which is mine. I have Whispers of the Ocean. It's the brand new deck from Angela Hartfield. Hasn't been out very long. And then I have from my sister, Christy, her Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle. Every time I've tried to say it today. Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. There you go. (laughs) So when I read from you guys, I will just trust my intuition to know what decks to pull from, how many cards, all of that jazz. So here we go. So Charlene, I really wanted to pull a Whispers of the Ocean card for you and a Sweary Spirituality card for you. So that's what I'm going to do. So getting busy here with the Whispers of the Ocean deck. By the way, if you guys haven't picked this deck up, it's on Amazon and it is gorgeous. Really a beautiful deck. So well done. All right. So All right. It's the only thing about this uh, show that annoys me is it takes a minute to pull all of the cards and I get in such a big hurry and some days my hands aren't as friendly as others and they're not today, so <laughs> I'm going to fumble and drop things, and it's just going to be what it is, and we'll all live with it, right? Okay. Oh, I had it, and I dropped it. Yeah, it is that card. Okay, here we go. All right. So first of all, Charlene, the Whispers of Love card, or Whispers of the Ocean card, it's the card is the Enjoy the Journey card. There is, um, it's a reef, there's dolphins, there are sea turtles, all manner of fish and anemones, and it's a, it's a beautiful scene. And it, the card is Enjoy the Journey. Stay present and flexible. Many changes are going on for you and around you. These changes are not only good but necessary. Bring your awareness into the now rather than focusing on the past or the future. So here's what I'm pulling from this card, Charlene. The last couple of years have been so tumultuous in your life. One curveball after another. Uh, it kind of just globally too, like a lot of things you have felt like haven't really worked out the way at one point you thought they would. Uh, and I feel like for you, you have needed good news. You have needed some things to hold on to. This is a really good reminder to you in a couple of ways. The first, of course, to enjoy the journey. Yeah, of course, right? Yes, enjoy the journey. Yes, try to find a way to, you know, bloom where you're planted. I know you know that. I, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir when I say that I know. However, the thing that struck me was worry. Being really mindful of your worry. I think that if I asked you if you were a worrier, you might kind of laugh me off and then maybe think about it and go, hmm, Am I a worrier? I think you are a worrier. And that that has become something that's been more um, more prevalent in your psyche recently than it ever has been in the past. So there's been worry. And there's no judgment here. There's no lecture here on that whatsoever. Except for that, I just want to ask you to consider whether or not worry 
is getting in the way of your present ability to be happy, to find joy in the journey, to enjoy the little things. That's all. It's just a reflection. I do want to tell you that I feel like 2020 is going to open up some opportunities for you socially with friends, perhaps with family that feel better than the last couple of years, that there's more community out there for you in a way that you, I wonder if you accept a little bit of leadership in, in an organization or in a group or a club or something. It feels to me like there is an opportunity here for you to lead in a way that your soul has been needing because you are a leader. You just don't always get that opportunity. Uh, this feels very creative and it feels like an opportunity for you to be able to step out of your uh, where you have been for a while and really bring something to the table. And I really like it. So I'm excited to see exactly what that is for you. Do it. When that opportunity arises, go for it. Totally. All right, the other card, and this was from Kelly McLean's Swery Spirituality Deck, is receiving is an open and passive energy. Lean back, not forward. Hashtag manifest, then rest. <laughs> Just a reminder to allow yourself to receive, right? Allow yourself to ask for help. Allow yourself to be somebody who receives. I'm never, ever going to tell you to try to get, get balance between giving and receiving because, frankly, I think for women particularly, that's just stupid <laughs> because I don't think we'll ever get there. I also don't think that it's fair to shame the givers because, you know what, we give because we choose to. We give because we want to because it feels good and it annoys me to no end to tell people that they have to find balance there. You never will. It's fine. You don't have to. However. You can let people give. You can allow yourself to receive. If somebody asks you if you need something, it's okay to say yes, right? That's all. So there you go, Charlene. I'm excited to see what this year opens up for you. I think some good things and some better things than what has been maybe dealt to you here in the past little while. Jane, it is The Whispers of the Ocean by Angela Hartfield. Yep, and maybe Scott can throw a link up from Amazon if he's uh, able to do that for me. That would be great. Okay, so well, moving right along. <laughs> that is a great deck. I do love it. You know what happens? He won't. It's actually Scott's deck because he and Angela are friends, and so he has every one of her decks, and they're not actually mine. They're his. And every time I do this show, I have to make him cough this deck up again because he has taken it back from me. So I might just need to order my own, right? Or I'll just keep stealing his. I mean, it's whatever. But it just makes me laugh. We do battle over this deck once a month. <laughs> okay, Juan Carlos. I have never read for you before that I know of, so I wanted to make sure that I got to you today. So he says, I am open to any message Spirit has for me. I've been thinking of starting a big creative project. Would love to hear anything about that or anything Spirit thinks is important for me to hear. Thank you in advance. You are so welcome. My honor. We're going to read from Motero and we're going to read from the Energy Oracle, Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. So these two decks. So we'll go for a Motero card first here. Yes, taking forever to shuffle. Sorry. <laughs> it probably doesn't bug you guys as much as it bugs this guy, but it's fine. Okay, 
All right, Juan Carlos. I felt like the, this is the deck that we really needed to pull from, and we're going to take two cards um, having to do with the big project because I really feel like that is something that needs to happen. I feel like you're being compelled to do that because the world needs it. I feel like there might be some challenges here in how to get started, how to fund it. There's some answers there in starting small and building and collaborating with people you can trust. And I know that strikes you a little in the heart because you have encountered so many people that you cannot trust. And so it's really going to be about allowing yourself to get started with it in the ways that you can and then trusting that the right people will come across your path. And then, of course, always asking uh, asking yourself and being really real with yourself about who you can trust along the way. Because I feel like when you really show that um, you're willing to take this project on and you're willing to get started, the help is going to come out of the woodwork for you. So let's see what the cards say and then we'll move on. All right. So this is the, there's two cards here from Mo. We have, oh, the Prince of Discs. The Prince of Discs. It's an open field and a horned man, some might call that the devil, but I think it is not, <laughs> probably in most deck. Uh, but it is a man kind of alone in a sea of green. And what I really see from that, really, Juan Carlos, is you, right? You've had to walk your own path a lot in this lifetime. You've constantly had to do things your way and not really worry too much about what other people think of you. Because I feel like you have broken from the pack many times. I feel like this is you. But I want you to really look at the card or think about here you are in this sea of green, right? Here you are in this sea of green. Green can represent so many things. This is lush, right? This is ardent. This is abundant. This is a good sign of you going it alone, striking out to do something and pulling in that abundance. And so I think, you know, that really goes along with what I was already hearing about. Yes, start the project, start it in the ways you can and expect that more and more abundance comes to you to continue to work on it. All right. So that's the start. All right. The other one is the princess of cups. So we have the princess of cups here. She is, she kind of looks like a hippie. That would be Mo's deck to a T, right? She has a snowflake on her throat chakra. She's wearing a bracelet or, or a string of bracelets around her wrist. She has a string of uh, like a mala around her neck. She's wearing jeans. And she has what kind of looks like an ivy and holly wreath on her forehead, uh, around her head. And she has on round glasses. This is the partner, Right. This is the partner. This is the person that's going to come forward who can help you. Is this, will it be female? I actually thought it would be male. That was my hit. So, but it doesn't, I don't know that gender has to matter right now, but this is the partner that comes forward after a time when you're ready. So until then, one thing that I feel like I need to say to you, Juan Carlos, is to, until you're really ready to start sharing, until you really are have your feet underneath you, I would not share what you're doing with very many people only because I do feel like there's those around you who would not understand and who might shatter your spirit or at least try to in their, you know, attempts to help you, right? Be Just be careful. Keep your dreams a little close for now. All right. 
the energy oracle card was the third eye. No big surprise here, right? Very psychic guy, has a big intuitive project coming forward. Of course, we are going to nurture your third eye, right? Which means trusting your gut, following your intuition, and continuing to expand on your psychic gifts along the way. I feel like with this project, you are going to be amazed at how much your intuition continues to open as you go. It's pretty cool stuff. I will help you and support you in any way I can. So, uh, yeah, keep me in the loop. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what you do with this. Okay. I think my Facebook isn't refreshing. So I'm going to refresh it here quickly. And then we'll keep going. All right. It is nice when, uh, you know, on these days when Facebook cooperates, and it actually is today. So, hey, we'll take it. (laughs) All right. Terry. Okay, two things. Norella wanted to know, as soon as I said Facebook was uh, cooperating, it didn't. (laughs) Isn't that just the way it is? Okay. Norella wanted a reading about her Reiki practice. Norella, I am so stoked that you are doing this. Here's what I want to tell you. I'm not even going to pull a card because it's just coming through for me. I just want to tell you. I feel like with your Reiki practice that your life experience is going to be key. I want to see you blogging, writing, getting very clear about what Reiki is for you, what it has done for you, and how it has helped you along your path as you've gone through loss and grief and parenting, and being an animal uh, aficionado, and everything else along your way, that I feel like all of these things are what really helps you to create a narrative that helps to draw people in that need you, right? I really feel like you will find yourself working with a lot of people that that are going through, that are currently in a place of extreme grief, because you know how it feels, you know how to connect with them, and you know how much this brand of energy work will help them. That's what I'm hearing. If you need some help, let me know. But I feel like this is, uh, it's a really, really good path forward for you. You don't have to pigeonhole yourself and do only that. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like that's who's going to be drawn to you. People whose hearts hurt so damn much right now that they just don't even know what to do with themselves. And you can help. Okay, Terry saw her oncologist yesterday, and she got a glowing report, but woke up with a UTI. Well, damn. Good news from the oncologist. We'll take it. Okay, so she's got some cranberry juice going and some azo, but she'd love a reading. Yeah, we just need to perk you up, huh? Let's pull a ground, bless, protect, and move card. Give us an idea of something that you can do to help support yourself today while you get some healing going. I think you're on track with that. But of course, don't hesitate to get an antibiotic, right? No reason to suffer in silence ever. But yay on the oncology report. That brings joy to my heart, my friend. Okay. Actually, we're going to pull two. All right. Aha. All right. So these cards are designed to help give you some ideas for spiritual self-care. So this is a ground card, and it's the tree. So the tree, grounding with trees, is exactly that. Putting yourself 
or with trees, either sitting with your back against a tree, wrapping your arms around a tree. I know this time of year it isn't as uh, great as it is in the summer, but connecting to the energy with trees to help you to ground. And Terry, how I think it might actually be beneficial for you is to spend a little time with trees grounding into their energy to put take some pressure off of those lower three chakras right? In case there is anything built up there that's causing any more misery for you to just really help take that pressure off. So spend some time with trees today. And then the other card is is a boost card. It's the just write card. That's right. It's time to write. Journal, blog, or notebook. You can't make the wrong choice when you are spilling your guts. Use this as an opportunity to release anything you need to release. Write. I've said it to you before, I think, but it comes up for me yet again memoirs. You really, really need to be working on your memoirs. You have so much to share with your family. And one thing that they're telling me, Terry, is it's the good, bad, and the ugly, right? Don't hold back. Write your stuff. It might not ever be read until much later down the road, but you have so much to share. You have so many life experiences. Be working on your memoirs. Now, memoirs aren't the same as an autobiography, right? They don't have to go in order. You can just think of a time when something strikes you that you want to talk about and you write it all out. So let's let's get you doing a little more writing. I think that's going to be key and important for you just for your own spiritual health. And what a lovely gift to leave your family as well, uh, you know, in a million years, right? In a million years. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we've done what we do. We've definitely talked down to the end of the show. I will be over at one to listen for the rest of the afternoon and evening. So if you would like to have a reading with me, that's where you can find me. Uh, and of course, there's still uh, stay stay tuned. There's one more great live show today. So with Robert Underwood. So lots more great radio to come. You've been listening to the Katie Weaver Show here on One Two Radio, where we're changing the way we listen to the world. <laughs> 